0: to my trailblazing friends. I'm Dr. Jen Bennett, host of the She Impacts Culture podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today for your monthly communication insights. Every month, I share a couple of specific social media and or communication tips that will help you impact and influence culture within your professional setting. As a professor of communication, I am driven to equip you to communicate with excellence, excellence that will help you make a lasting impact and excellence that will open multiple doors of opportunity for you to walk through. So if you're ready, let's get going with this month's strategic communication tip. Today, it is all about how to communicate with confidence, in difficult situations. I know I can't see you, but raise your hand if you've ever been in a difficult situation where you were just praying and hoping that you were saying the right words and communicating in the right way. I know I can completely relate to that. I have had my fair share of experiences when it comes to difficult communication. So today I want us to specifically focus on the book of Esther. You see, it's probably no surprise to you that practical communication skills are lacking in our world today. But here's the good news. Not only is the Bible quite the textbook for learning how to and how not to communicate, but even back in biblical times, There were some things when it came to good communication. Practical communication skills were lacking then too. And so today we're going to look at the book of Esther. You see, this past semester, my college students and I explored this book to look for effective and ineffective communication examples. And so we specifically looked at the book of Esther to see how effective communication can change the outcome of a dire situation. And here's the truth. You can use the tips and the lessons that we are going to look at from the book of Esther in any kind of communication situation you find yourself in. This can be professionally, this can be personally. So I want to encourage you to really dig deep Even after listening to this episode, I want to encourage you to go and read through the book of Esther and ask God to show you how you can improve your communication based on what he specifically shows you as you read through the book of Esther. Before I share some specific tips, some specific takeaways, I want to give you a little bit of background information on the book. So Esther was a Jewish woman who was raised by her uncle Mordecai. The Persian king, King Xerxes, one evening became infuriated when Queen Vashti refused to showcase herself at one of the king's banquets. And so it was at this point that King Xerxes decides, you know what, I'm looking for a new queen, and I'm going to find my new queen through a beauty contest. So Esther enters the beauty contest, ends up winning King Xerxes' attention and becomes queen. But here's the thing. King Xerxes has no idea that Esther is Jewish. And so in Esther three we're moving forward. We read that the king commanded that the entire royal staff bow down and pay homage to Haman who was the chief minister to the king. So when Mordecai, Esther's uncle, refuses to bow down, Haman becomes enraged. And at this point, Haman looks for a way to destroy all of Mordecai's people, the Jews. So an edict was put into an effect, which was in order to destroy and kill all the Jews, young and old, women and children, on a single day. And so when Mordecai hears this, he becomes very distressed. And in turn, he shares this with Esther. And this is probably going to sound very familiar to you. Esther 414. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place but you and your father's family will perish. And who knows, but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. And it is here, friends, that Esther goes into action to stop this evil from happening. So as a side note, I want you to know this. It is really important to note that Queen Esther could not approach King Xerxes uninvited. If she approached him uninvited, she could risk losing her life. But yet, as you read through the book of Esther, you will find that she moves forward with a plan in place, and it is here through this plan that we learn some vital communication lessons from Esther as she uses her voice to save her people. So if you are in a place to take some notes, let me encourage you, grab your pen, grab your paper, grab your computer, and write these things down. Number one, one of the first things that Esther does is she thinks, she prays, she fasts, and she plans before she decides to communicate. Esther knew she had to develop a plan before approaching the king. And you can read this in Esther 4.16. She knew that she could not do this on her own. She needed her community to join her in fasting. She communicated her need to the community. And before speaking with the king, she fasted. Esther 4.16 says, Go gather together all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my attendants will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. So not only did Esther put a plan together, but she knew she needed her community to surround her in prayer and in fasting. So the first thing she does is she communicates her need to the community. And here's the thing, friends. Our world is filled with reactive communication, which means reacting to life situations, challenges and obstacles with our emotions and often responding immediately. We see this all the time, both online and offline. And here's what I love is that Esther refused to do that. She refused to be reactive. And so our number one tip is before communicating choose to think pray plan and fast and here's what i want you to know is that fasting can be done in a variety of ways rather than scrolling through social media maybe you can fast from your platforms as you seek the lord's guidance on how and when to communicate and maybe before seeking out the advice of others choose to pray and fast so tip number 1 from the story of esther is think, pray, fast, and plan before you communicate. Tip number two, position yourself. I love what Esther 5-1 says. It says, on the third day, Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the palace in front of the king's hall. The king was sitting on his royal throne in the hall facing the entrance. What we see here is that Esther positioned herself. So what does it mean to position yourself? Well, it means presenting yourself to the right person at the right time as one who is confident in their request. Esther did this. So after fasting, after praying, after planning, she dressed for the occasion, she had a plan in place, and she chose to approach the king. Here's the thing, we live in an instant society. We want instant success, instant answers, and instant results. We rarely take the time to think, pray, plan, and fast. And more often than not, we tend to not position ourselves. So if we want to communicate effectively and successfully, we have to position ourselves. And this is what Esther did. Esther positioned herself for success. So again, tip number one, think, pray, fast, and plan before you communicate. Tip number two, position yourself. And tip number three, know who you are communicating with. I want to encourage you to read through Esther 5-4, Esther 5-7-8, and Esther 7-3-4. Because what we read in these verses is something along the lines of, come today, come tomorrow, this is my petition. You see, this is one of my most favorite parts of the book. Esther knew who she was communicating with. She knew that King Xerxes and Haman liked a good party. At the beginning of the book of Esther, we learned that King Xerxes was hosting a banquet, a party for 187 days. Friends, that is quite the party. Think about it, 187 days. So what does Esther do? Well, she invites both King Xerxes and Haman to a banquet that she put together because she knew that this would be the perfect atmosphere to communicate her concerns with King Xerxes. Esther set the stage for her request. She knew how to set the stage for this discussion because she wasn't reactive. She spent time fasting and planning for this conversation. So I love this tip. Tip number three, if you want to communicate successfully, you have to know who you are communicating with. You have to find that equal ground that you will communicate with that individual on. And Esther knew, she knew King Xerxes and Haman liked a good party. So in order to set up her communication and her request, she knew that she had to get the atmosphere just right. So again, tip number one, think, pray, fast, and plan before you communicate. Tip number two, position yourself Tip number three, know who you are communicating with. And tip number four, be patient and wait for the right time to communicate your message. Again, read through Esther 5-4, Esther 5-7 through 8, Esther 7-3 through 4. Here you will see where Esther hosted a banquet. And then she invites King Xerxes and Haman to a second banquet. So she didn't even make her request at the first banquet. She didn't present her request right away. She knew that it probably wasn't the right time to do that. She wasn't reactive. Instead, she waited patiently for the right time and the right moment. And so she had King Xerxes and Haman over for a banquet and then asked them to come tomorrow for another banquet. And it was there that she shared what she wanted to share. It was there that she said, this is my petition. Now, what's interesting to note is that we see Esther continually being respectful throughout these conversations. I mean, think about it. Haman, who was sitting there, convince the king to put out a decree to kill all the Jews, her people. I don't know, but I'd be pretty furious if I were in her shoes. But yet she stays calm, relaxed, and collected, and continues to show respect throughout the entire process through her words and action. So here's my question for you. How much more successful would our conversations be today if we chose to do the same thing? What if we, before we decided to communicate with someone about a difficult topic, what if we took the time to think, pray, fast, and plan? What if we took the time to position ourselves? What if we took the time to really know who we are communicating with? And what if we took the time to be patient and wait for the right time to communicate our message? You see, because of Esther's masterful communication skills, her people were saved. Not only does Haman lose his life, but Mordecai becomes prominent in the palace. So friends, what if we choose to become masterful communicators? How could we impact and influence culture for Christ through our voice and convictions? You see, far too often we tend to be more like Haman, a reactive communicator. And let me encourage you read through the book of Esther and see all the ways that he reacted, which ultimately led to his downfall. And so I want to encourage you don't be reactive. You see, if we are reactive in our communication, we go nowhere. And instead, we just end up building up more walls rather than bridges. So friend, the next time you find yourself in a complicated situation, let me encourage you to follow Esther's steps before communicating anything. Read through her book because I can promise you, God will show you exactly what it is that he wants to show you so that you can communicate effectively and successfully with confidence in difficult situations.